0: We'll be right
1: Your consumer advocate, all about helping you understand your buying decisions, making you a smarter, more informed consumer. Here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, we want to help you win in any marketplace. Eighty categories of consumer advocate content and advice provided by our expert contributors and our legal analysts, right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Save our hotline on your in your phone. At some point, you may need it eight one three six seven zero. 7372.
0: 72 used to call me on myself. Give us a call on the
1: hotline. We would love to connect with you. 813-670-7372. Call or text that line. It's an off-air number. And we would love to connect. ConsumerQB.com is the website. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors at ConsumerQB.com. And you can see links there. You can see previous shows. And we would love to connect with you on social at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram and Twitter. Consumer Quarterback Show page out there as well. Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. This segment is brought to you by the Billmar Beach Resort, the beautiful Billmar Beach Resort on Treasure Island, uh, filled with fantastic and generous amenities. It's a great property. There's two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant. And of course, you've got the the beach that is just an enormous beach, huge beach. Billmar Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Let them know. The real estate quarterback sent you. All right, let's do a couple of properties here, Jonathan. we got some properties available through the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. 213 Dogwood Circle, unit number 213. This is a gorgeous condo right here in Pinellas County, uh, 1285 square feet, two bedroom, two bath, close to the pool. And the property has been updated and upgraded. It's beautiful on the inside. Beautiful property right here in Tampa Bay. It's one of our hot listings at 213 Dogwood Circle, unit number 213, uh, right here in Tampa Bay. 55-plus community in Tampa Bay. Uh, 3405 Gray Whetstone. This one actually just went under contract today. Let's skip that one, John. And let's see if we can pull up another one so we get two in for this segment. All right, 5510 South Elkins Avenue. That one actually expired. We need to get rid of that one, but... Check out all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. Platinummvpteam.kw.com.
2: Shining, the weather is
1: sweet. All right, all right. We're expecting a call from Dan Mannheim. He's the owner of Pro Health Pest Control. He's going to be uh, joining us today later in the show. We've got our water expert Fred D. Felice. Freddie D. is going to be in the house. Waterscience.us. Find out. All that you want to know and probably some things you didn't want to know about your water supply. What's in the drinking water supply? And, of course, Tampa just had their uh, situation come up with a boil notice uh, here uh, in Tampa Bay. But waterscience.us, Fred DeFelice, coming up later in the show as well. In studio, attorney Lauren Frieder. Welcome back.
3: Thank you, Brandon. I'm happy to be back.
1: Absolutely. Good to, good to see you again. Frank Charles Miranda Law yep. uh, right here in Tampa Bay. Cypress Street, uh, to be exact, right in Tampa. Beautiful new building over there. Uh, helping with uh, real estate law, landlord-tenant law, uh, some business liability as well now is kind of a hot topic for COVID-19.
3: It is a hot topic. It's one of the things I thought we could talk about today is some of the, the lawsuits that have already started to ensue over COVID-related deaths. And most likely we know that the legislative will pass um, a law that gives businesses immunity or liability protections as it relates to COVID-19 instances. I thought it would be interesting to talk a little bit about that today so businesses know how to protect themselves and when, it, when they will not be immune from a lawsuit yeah, COVID nineteen. So then, the,
1: the the key word becomes gross negligence or ordinary negligence, right?
3: Yeah. So basically, uh, most lobbyists and business owners agree that immunity should be extended for what we talk about negligence, but not what gross negligence negligence means. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically, when you think of negligence, you're going to think of a personal injury attorney, which is something that we do. We file negligence lawsuits. So if somebody rear ends you in heavy traffic, um, that's going to be negligence versus gross negligence, which will carve out an exception where these business owners will not be exempt uh, for liability if something results in COVID-related. And the simplest way to legally look at gross negligence is it's the deliberate and or reckless disregard for the safety of others. It's willful behavior that's Mm -hmm. done with extreme disregard for the health and safety of others. It most likely is going to involve conduct that the person knew uh, could result in foreseeable harm. First is when we just think about negligence, it's a much lesser standard. It's if a person fails to take reasonable precautions that any prudent person would take, um, and that person's actions or inactions is the cause both proximately and the legal cause, of course, um, in the other person who suffers harm or damages. So the injury.
1: Yeah. So you gave an example here of gross negligence for, for example, a nursing home staff failing to provide water or food to a resident for several days. That's an example of gross negligence.
3: Yes, absolutely. It's something that it's foreseeable that that would probably result in death. It's a disregard for human life. So it's a really simple example for business owners to kind of understand and then try and The the tricky part really is, though, is how do you decide if something's gross negligence or just ordinary negligence? Yeah. And ultimately, the courts will decide as we go through. But I do have some like an example that I was thinking about as businesses are going through right now. So, for example, if you have a business that is aware that an employee has COVID and then a patron comes in and they catch COVID and unfortunately they pass away through tracing, it's then determined that the employer's employee did actually give that patron COVID. Does this constitute gross negligence? Well, of course, as always, as an attorney, I'm going to say the answer depends on the facts. So when I use the word aware, like as the employer being aware, does that mean the context of the employer being aware that the employee had COVID after they came into uh, contact with the patron? Because that wouldn't be gross negligence, Mm. most likely. But if the employer knew, blankly knew that the employee had COVID-19 and said, Come on in, I don't really care. Just come to work. yeah, that's gonna be reckless disregard, and that's gonna uh be a gross negligence, most likely. you're gonna yeah. look at how many factors did people you know did they take the precautions, the recommendations if they if the businesses just didn't follow them and they didn't care and they knew their employees kept getting sick or patrons were getting sick, these are all different factors that would. Help a court decide if it, something arises to the level of gross negligence.
1: Yeah, and it could definitely open up a can of worms if we start handing out these these uh, you know these these challenging. Of course, it's a challenging decision either way. Yes, but if we if we say, oh well, I went to the um, you know the sporting goods store and and the, the cashier or whatever, however those stories had and my uncle, I brought it home and my my uncle died and yeah, he was seventy five years old. Yeah, he had some underlying conditions, yes. but still, he died because of, you know they try to trace it back. Wow. What, you know, that could really uh, go a lot of way. And it's kind of like it rem- this reminds me a little bit about the Section 230 uh, for limiting the liability of some of the social media companies yep. as well. So it's somewhat similar, it's, right? Can you draw some lines here?
3: I mean, you're just always trying to, you know, you don't want to infringe on businesses being able to operate and always think about, like, um, you know, freedom of speech or somebody else posting something on social media that shouldn't necessarily be held against that company. Um, so there's a lot of different lines that get drawn, and you really always have to look. that Once something's passed, it's going to be the courts that are going to kind of determine how you're going to read the, the law. They're going to interpret it depending on how it's written. Right. Um, so really what will be interesting to see is, because there already are these lawsuits being filed regarding COVID-related deaths, uh, how the courts will determine if that is simply just negligence Or if it's gross negligence, and that will help us as attorneys and business owners in the future to know perhaps this could be a COVID-related lawsuit that your insurance is going to say, uh-uh, I'm not helping you. And you can best believe they're going to exclude coverage. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen all around. So um, it's important, um, you know, for businesses to take precautions. You know, my best advice for businesses is, of course, to require the masks. Follow the CDC guidelines, have the screenings in place for employees and patrons, always open communication with your staff so they can feel comfortable coming to you and saying, hey, I'm not feeling well. We don't want people taking advantage uh, of the situation. Uh, but it is really important. I mean, we know that we're in a surge upon a surge. Yeah. So if you put procedures and protocols in place and then something happens, uh, then that would be just negligence, most mm-hmm. likely. So you're protecting yourself, and you're going to protect the future of your business. So you don't have to worry about those lawsuits that will put you right out of business.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. If you just join us, we're talking with attorney Lauren Frieder here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. She is representing Frank Charles Miranda Law, uh, FCMLaw.com. They can do real estate closings, real estate law, landlord-tenant issues, personal injury, and I'm sure some others uh, out there as well. Well, we're talking about one, too, the COVID-19 business-related so it's such a challenging time to be in law. How are the courts dealing with? Uh, what's the update there as far as getting into court? Are you doing it over Skype and Zoom?
3: That's a great question, Brandon. Um, Justice Candy, our Supreme Court Justice for Florida, um, she there were he put out new orders. Uh, so criminal stuff is going forward. Some of it in person. As it goes for civil at this point, by me, we do follow different phase plans. It's not the same as Governor DeSantis's. I would say much more strict and for the Mm -hmm. health and safety of everybody who walks into the courthouse. So everything I continue to do is via Zoom. I really miss going to the courthouse, but, you know, it's really important to be safe. So um, they did separate some rules for appellate proceedings, criminal, of course, and civil Mm -hmm. proceedings. The show must go on. Um, you are allowed to do jury trials via Zoom if all parties consent. consent. Um, I know we've talked about that before. Not a huge fan of that idea. Yeah. A bench trial where it's only a judge, that's fine. Um, but they're going forward. So, I mean, I've been doing a lot of evictions via Zoom, uh, via telephonic hearings, too. So sometimes you don't even see the person or the judge, um, but you have a telephonic hearing.
1: So evictions <laughs> via Zoom. I want to talk about that when we come back. So uh, let's take our quick break here. And when we come back, more from attorney Lauren Frieder. Evictions, uh, you know, the moratorium has been, uh, you know, potentially it's going to be coming up, I think, on the 31st. Let's see if it gets uh, extended. But evictions are happening right now. So we're talking about renters, landlords, tenants. We're talking about potential for mortgage evictions if you haven't paid the bank in months. And uh, let's, let's discuss that and talk a little bit about how the strategies would play out. And also, our feel-good story of the day, woman pays off $16,000 worth of layaways at a toy store. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show,
0: ConsumerQB.com.
2: Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to
3: ConsumerQB.com.
0: To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, owner of the
1: Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, host of the Real Estate Quarterback Show, with your residential update for Pinellas County, Florida. This is the latest numbers from the Real Estate Board. Uh, The active listings, the number of active listings in Pinellas County at the end of October was 3,510 active real estate properties and that's residential listings. Now, if we come down and we look at the sales, 2,120 of those 3,500 properties sold, and that divided by, uh, is it gonna equal a 60% absorption rate right here, which is a pretty high absorption rate in Pinellas County, And if we divide that by 100, that's giving us a 1.67-month supply of inventory. It's a strong seller's market, as you probably already know and heard, uh, here in Tampa Bay. So Pinellas County is a hot real estate market here in Tampa Bay. If you're buying, selling, or investing, uh, Brandon Rimes here. My wife, Lindsay, and I own and operate the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We offer a free comparable market analysis, and we can also help you uh, improve credit. We have credit experts mortgage experts would love to talk to you 813-670-7372 813-670-7372 and our website is platinummvpteam.kw.com that's platinummvpteam.kw.com
0: you're listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks
1: for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. Of course, we would love to talk to you, help you through that process. This segment is brought to you by the Golf Car Depot Aka Discovery Golf Cars right here in Tampa Bay. It's lots of fun for business, maybe some door knocking like we do in the real estate space, recreation, and they make, they have lots of makes and models right here at Discovery Golf Cars. They've got the Easy Go, the Star EV, a Cushman. They have new or pre-owned and you can rent or buy. They also have financing and mobile repair available. Tampa location, Clearwater location as well. Discovery Golf Cars, Aka Golf Car Depot. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. A couple of hot property listings from our team at Keller Williams Realty, the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We're going to throw those on the screen here if you're watching our TV show version. 4209 Preserve Place, Palm Harbor, 2,300 square feet, two-bedroom, two-bath, and a two car garage, vaulted ceilings, your waterfront as well. You got a back door, Lanai. Beautiful property right here. Community pool uh, in Tampa Bay. It's a small community in a golf course community as well of uh, Landsbrook area. Beautiful property in Palm Harbor. Also, we've got 12,500 Hamlin Road in Spring Hill, 41 acres. This is zoned agricultural. Well and septic on-site, multiple pro So this is a great opportunity for a builder developer. you got 40 acres here, 41 acres in Pasco County in Spring Hill. So it's a great opportunity to build, develop, and have a project in place. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. That's PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com.
0: dot com.
1: All right, so we have got Attorney Lauren Frieder in studio. More about the evictions and the process coming up, but we do have Melissa Menekheim calling in as well from ProHealth Pest Control. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Brandon. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you, and yourself. Excellent. All right let's let's talk a little bit about the seasonal, uh, you know, the season that we're in as far as ProHealth Pest Control. What are you seeing out there?
4: You know, it uh, there's rodents. Uh, yeah, this is the season. It's colder. They're gonna. They're looking for a place to get into. Um, so even if you've never had rodents before, uh, they can. They can get in anytime, anywhere. So that's the issue right now.
1: I thought I had one last night. I was sitting. I start. I said, "Man, I'm gonna have to call Pro Health." Uh, I was sitting there watching. I think it was like Newsmax, kind of flipping through, watching some of the news, catching up on all the you know stuff happening with the election. And I kept hearing this boom and bang upstairs. And I'm like, what the heck? I got something big in the attic. And I looked, I went upstairs, I looked underneath. There's this little open area where we have, you know, kind of open storage in the second floor. And I didn't see anything and then i went back down i was like well okay i'm not going to crawl in the attic you know i'm 7 weeks out of a out of a, a heart uh, surgery yeah. i'm not going to get up there and risk that but i said i'm going to have to call him and then it happened again i said wait a second that sounded a little bit more like a door so it was one of those access doors kind of swinging open uh with the uh the oh wind. my goodness but that's what you hear right you'll you'll hear kind of stuff crawling around in the attic cuz i had it happen in another condo i had uh, back in the day, but you'll hear that type of stuff activity because they're they're escaping that cooler air when we had these cold snaps.
4: Yeah, a lot of times you'll you'll hear scratching, um, or you could hear things you know moving around. Um, but yeah, it's, it's usually louder than a lot of people think. So because they'll say, "I think I have a squirrel or a or a raccoon," and and we go in and and they're, they're just rodents. Um, but yeah, they're very tricky. They can get in a very small area as well.
1: Yeah, so you got to be careful about that. And then, um, you know, the, so Pro Health Pest Control, you you have this program as well that we signed up for, where you can, if you're like me, you want to have peace of mind and uh, you want to make sure you're you're doing everything you can to keep them out. And uh, you know, rodents, the uh, termites as well, and and of course, you know, the ants and the insects. But you have this this program where you can sign up. I think it's like a quarterly treatment. Is that right?
4: Yeah, so when we're there doing a regular quarterly treatment for pests, you know, household pests, we're always looking for um, any activity as far as termite or rodent, Um, you know, we're looking on the exterior of the home to see if there's any access points. And, um, you know, we're not always on the inside of the home if if they're not having any issues, but we always do free evaluations uh, if somebody does see something on the inside that they want to have looked at. but yeah, typically the exterior. We're going to see areas where they could be getting in, especially on the rodents. Um, uh, they and it's in a lot of common areas. You know, if if you want to look for yourself, you can look around the soffits and see if you have any hanging areas. You know, under the eaves of your your roof, right? Um, and also around the AC unit. You know, there's there's usually a chase um, with wires that go up, or you know, either the electrical or whatever. And if it's not completely sealed off, it's easy for them to use that as an access point right into the attic.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And got to keep them out because once they get in there, I had a, another property that uh, I sold that had a family It somehow just started breeding in the attic. And it was, a, I believe it was mm. a raccoon or a squirrel. I can't remember exactly, but I think it was raccoon because they're a little bit bigger. And it was a complete family. I think there was up to like 13 of them in the attic of this house. Oh my goodness, yeah, so that causes problems. Yes. <laughs> that can cause some some they challenges. They multiply quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. And then, uh, if you just joined us, by the way, we're talking with Melissa Minichime here, Pro Health Pest Control, longtime friends of the program, absolute top notch company right here in Tampa Bay. Uh, part of our expert contributor panel for all things uh, real estate, credit, finance, estate, and tax planning, uh, legal as, as well. Here on the show, we cover eighty different categories of consumer advocate content. And, and, and I was want to ask you something. Melissa, because I was on the phone with my mom, and and she said, "Well, somehow we stumbled on the conversation of bats. Maybe it was when I was telling her about what happened with my my attic." She said, "Do we have bats here?" And I said, "I think so. I thought I saw one on our uh, back <laughs> lanai out by the lake uh, one time. But have you have you come across those bats out there?"
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in the summertime, if if you're out enjoying you know, a summer evening. A lot of times you can just see them flying around in the uh, sun when the sun is setting, you know, in the sky. Um, but we have seen them in homes. Usually a wildlife expert will um, take care of them, you know, if they are in the home. Um, but yeah, definitely they are here and we've seen them quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of kind of interesting because there's a, there's a debate out there, too, about if they do good in terms of because I heard they can eat up to, like, twice their body weight in and, and mosquitoes and, and midges. Yeah. Is, is that true? Have you, have you oh, looked at it? Oh, yeah. The, yeah.
4: Yeah, I have a friend. Um, he has a, a piece of property. He calls it a ranch, but it's, you know, a nice piece of property up in Brooksville. And he actually installed bat houses, and he brought in, I don't even know where he got them or how, um, and he virtually has zero mosquitoes there. And he's uh, got a pool, and there's, there's water, like a little lake there. Wow! And he's created his own little uh, oasis, and they take care of the mosquitoes. Um, They don't bother, you know, the bats don't bother him in any way. And and then he's even got the water that, um, he was explaining it to me, but he keeps the water circulating so the mosquitoes, you know, aren't breeding there as much. Right. And I was amazed. I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, I mean, of course, he's got a bigger piece of property, but uh you know i'm sure anybody could do that but it it was really cool to see that
1: yeah that's pretty neat when you when you develop your own little ecosystem and you're you're utilizing you know a a creature like a bat uh, to eat and and maintain uh, the backyard we need we need some bats in our backyard i tell you from the you know living on the lake like that (laughs) yes yeah um, absolutely pro health pest control what's dan up to how's dan doing
4: he has been very busy um you know apparently today with with a client that um, he ran longer than he expected but but yeah, there's you know we're still seeing termite issues um, you know this is typically people say, oh you know they're not as active, but they they can still be just because it's not as warm um, and of course it's it's been warm you know until today, so we're you know and also with the rain we've been seeing ants um, and of course you know those things are always going to pop up. But the rodents are really what's the biggest concern this time of year, as it's especially as it's starting to get colder because they're now definitely going to be looking for a place to to get in and nest and keep warm.
1: Yeah, that's right. So uh, reach out, Pro Health Pest Control, Melissa and Dan uh Reach out to them. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. It's a great time to get signed up for that that package they have. Is you call it your VIP package or what do you what, what do you call that? Yes.
4: For? We actually have a special deal in addition. You know, we always have a special for uh, for your listeners, but until the end of the year, we're even taking $100 off any new pest control service or termite, um, and we can extend that as well for any rodent issues. So it's quite a bit of a savings for uh, the first uh, service, and it's good until the end of this month. So as long as we talk to them by the end of this month, we will honor
1: that very good awesome all right well thanks so much we appreciate you extending that you heard it here vip hundred dollar off melissa minikheim pro health pest control Uh, reach out we'd love to connect you with them reach out to the hotline or consumerqb.com. we'll put you right in touch uh with dan and melissa minikheim owners of pro health pest control hey thanks so much melissa we appreciate it coming up we got lauren Frieder here as well frank charles miranda law we're going to talk about evictions and that moratorium uh, here coming up in the next segment. Stay with us. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rives.
0: To get in touch with Brandon, call 813 670 7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: All right. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Check out our book on Amazon, Become the MVP in Your Industry by Surfing the Radio Waves. We actually have our new book coming out within the next few weeks. I'm really excited about that. Quarterbacking Success will be the third book that we've written. I actually had Lindsay write a chapter or two uh, in this next book, but it's part of our uh, radio TV show mantra around here, and it kind of details how we've really grown our real estate business to be in the top 1% of all realtors in Tampa Bay. So we're utilizing that as a, a tool for other realtors. And, and of course, if realtors would want to join our team, uh, we'll, we'll of course give them a copy of that book as well, kind of give them an insight uh, into our mind and what our goals are and what our strategy is. Uh, that way we can help you get to your goals, reach your goals as well uh, with the Consumer Quarterback Show. So really excited about that, working with the godfather of ghostwriting on that, uh, Eli Gonzalez. You've heard Lisa Walls on the show, but we're almost done and quarterbacking success will be out uh, very soon. So we got a great lineup for you here on the second half of the show. Lauren Frieder's in studio. She's an attorney here in Tampa Bay, Frank Charles Miranda Law. Uh, Coming up, we've got Fred DeFelice, the water genius here uh, in Tampa Bay. Waterscience.us, Fred DeFelice going to be here in studio. A couple of hot properties for this segment. Uh, We're going to put up a couple of hot properties here. If you're watching our TV show version, uh, check out this property. Um, We've got... Uh, let's skip that one. We did that one just last segment. Uh, 5832 Beverly Drive, Hudson. Build your dream home. Water uh, access, deep water access, sailboat access as well. Uh, enjoy golf access. Check out that beautiful photography, compliments of Fabray Framework. You can see the open waters of the Gulf of Mexico, sport fishing. Enjoy that golf living right here in Tampa Bay on this vacant lot. All right, 4102 West Sevilla Street in South Tampa. This is a South Tampa corner lot, beautiful property, almost 2,500 square feet, three bedrooms, three bath, custom wine closets, terracotta porch, new wood floors. Great opportunity right here in Tampa Bay. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, Attorney Lauren Frieders in the House, Frank Charles, Miranda Law, FCMLaw.com. Uh, evictions, moratoriums, what do you see happening in that space? Well,
3: first, I wanted to say congratulations on the book because that's really Thank you. awesome. That's Appreciate really Appreciate cool. that. Uh, so right now, what do I see happening with an eviction moratorium? So yeah. as you know, at the state level, there is, for Florida, there are no more eviction protections. So all we've got left is the CDC moratorium for evictions that expires December 31st. I do not believe it's going to be extended uh, currently. So there's probably going to be a gap um, from January 1st until when Biden takes office because he has stated that he would like to extend the moratorium. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I don't, I'm doubtful that they'll extend the current one that uh, expires December December 31st is because they already think, gosh, extend the student loan payments another mm-hmm. month for somebody like me. Yeah. So um, I thought maybe it might be helpful to talk a little bit ways for landlords since we are doing evictions Um, they're moving forward quite easily Mm -hmm. and i know you wanted to talk a little bit about the eviction via zoom but the eviction process and some tips for landlords that want to evict tenants and ways to help save them money because i know a lot of landlords have been affected by not getting their rent payments from tenants for a long time and then i do have some tips for tenants who might be evicted
1: yeah it's such a challenging time (laughs) look i mean check Check this scenario out. Let's just say, for example, there is a, a restaurant owner or, you know, insert any type of business here, right? You're forced to shut down. The government says you cannot. And in Florida, obviously, you know, we, we have a little less yes. uh, of this, that, you know, with DeSantis at the helm. But in other states, and I, I heard it said on, on a, a radio sh- or maybe a TV show, I was watching that if the government were to impose, hey, you can't work, you can't make money. They should at some point kick in and pay your rents, pay your Mm -hmm. mortgages. It it seems like that's something that was, um, I forgot what they were quoting, but it said something about almost to the effect of personal property. You know, if you're taking something from Mm -hmm. personal property, it should be benefited. And by the way, the the government's given out how many trillions of dollars lately? I think it was close to seven or eight trillion dollars. Yeah. And a
3: lot of it hasn't been used either. And that's another problem. Yes. So I do completely agree. I mean... I am happy that Florida's open. You know, obviously we have a surge upon a surge, but you've got to be able to work, keep your businesses open. Right. I do believe there should probably be a state level mask mandate um, just for extra precautions. But uh, thank gosh we're in Florida and we are are open and we're able to keep some businesses alive and yeah. incomes coming in for people because I really just cannot imagine – I have family that lives in Ohio and Michigan, and they're under some really strict orders. And their numbers are just rising. So I don't necessarily think shutting down is the answer by any means. I don't see that being that effective. Um, So, you know, like we talked about, um, the evictions are moving forward in Florida. Part of that coincides with Governor DeSantis allowing under phase three for any and all businesses to open it's a right to work state it's right. one of our you know rights under the Florida constitution so um because there's no more protections unless we're talking about that cdc federal moratorium which you've got to really understand it and really we're already into december so there's going to be that waiting period that grace period i do believe it will probably be extended under biden i don't know if there'll be different terms or conditions yeah so in the interim i was thinking about landlords so first off Florida evictions are super easy to understand. It's one of those statues that reads very well and easy to an ordinary person. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a lawyer to really figure it out Good. so that is florida statute eighty three and there's three parts to it uh part one governs non residential tenancies, and part two governs residential and part three you know what, I got to be honest, I think it has to do with like mobile homes. I really are storage yeah. units. I don't deal with that one, but I know there's three parts
0: yeah
3: um so I was thinking about ways for landlords and stuff that I see for them to go ahead and start evicting people and save Mm -hmm. money since they've lost a lot of money. So um, one of the most important things that I tell my clients, whether it's residential or commercial, but we'll stick more with residential today, is to serve a proper three-day notice to vacate or pay rent in whatever money is owed in rent. Um, which gives the tenant three days to pay the outstanding monies owed or to surrender the property. And you've got to serve it properly. Typically, that means you're going to post it on the door. Um, I prefer a service uh, process server to do that because then it's even more beneficial if you have to go to court and file that eviction. Um, So... Do it the right way first, so that your eviction suit, your lawsuit for eviction, doesn't get dismissed. Because I see it happen. You
1: so, know. Lauren, we're running out of time, but okay. I wanted to get to this scenario. I had a gentleman call me. He said his girlfriend was living in the house, been living in the house, it was an ex-girlfriend, okay. by Anyways. the way, been living in his house uh, allegedly. And uh, so, would that same three-day notice apply to that gentleman?
3: So we're gonna. That's gonna be Florida statute eighty-two, and that. Okay. Well, actually. Better question. And I know we talked. And no about- lease was in place. No lease. Okay, so yep. that's a, such a typical case scenario. So you're looking at ejectment or and or unlawful detainer is what I would call it. Mm. Typically, it's kids that went back home and their parents want them out or exes, just <laughs> yeah. like you're saying. There you go. So it's a, a really simple procedure, just as simple as. The eviction procedure. Just read straight through.
1: And is it pretty blanket? Because I think he was in Hernando County, Hillsborough. Is it? Is it all pretty? pretty yeah, much it's going to be the
3: same. I mean, you're always okay. going to want to look county to county, and then actually within that court because they might have different guidelines. But when I say Florida statute, that's controlled by for all of Florida. Yeah. And you can literally go online to any like the clerk's offices or even the statute itself, and it gives you these self-help forms. Good. So you don't necessarily have to hire an attorney. Right. These are so simple to fill out, but you got to do it the right way. Yes. So like that notice we're talking about, that's yep. a condition precedent to bringing an eviction lawsuit Absolutely. or unlawful detainer. Yep. If you don't do that, and the other side the tenant smart enough Guess what? You got to start all over again. Yeah,
1: You don't break in, change the locks while no. they're gone. Like there's certain things definitely no don't do. Be careful. No self health in Florida.
3: No <laughs> <self-help> in Florida. <laughs> do right, you not know to well, do that.
1: Let's do, uh, let's jump right to our final thought. Parting words of wisdom. Attorney Lauren Frieder, uh, Frank Charles Miranda Law, Give us some final words of wisdom or final thought.
3: Oh, geez. Um, You know, for everybody really stay safe out there. We talked a lot about COVID and the liability for businesses. Put some protocols in place at your business. Follow the CDC guidelines. Just use common sense. Protect yourself, your loved ones, and others. We're all going through this together. If you have any business questions, eviction, real estate, personal injury, I am your go-to person on that stuff, and I'm more than always happy to help doing free consultation. So you can give me a shout at 813-254-2637, extension three. Shoot me an email at lauren, L A U R E N, at fcmlaw.com. And it was a pleasure to be here with you, Brandon.
1: I'm going to give that number one more time 813 254 2637. Correct. And, and extension three, that's going to get you to Lauren Freeder, yeah. uh, expert contributor here on the Consumer Quarterback Thank you. Show. All right, good stuff. We're coming up. we got Fred Felice, all that you'd want to know about water and probably some things you might not want to know about what's in your water supply uh, right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this short break. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're
0: listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend, Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, giving you a real estate market update for Hillsborough County. These are the residential listings available at the end of October. There were 3,348 residential properties available in Hillsborough County, and out of those 3,348 properties, 2,488 sold. That gives us a 74% absorption rate. That is a high... Rate of Absorption and it also equals a 1.35 month supply of inventory equals a strong seller's market. It's a great time to sell right now. Of course, if you're buying, selling, or investing, we would love to talk to you. Brandon Rhymes here. My wife, Lindsay, and I own and operate a top team at Keller Williams Realty. We actually rank in the top 1% of all realtors here in Tampa Bay. Give us a call at 813-670-7372. Free comparable market analysis, 813-670-7372. And check out our website, PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. That's PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. And for our radio show, you can check us out at ConsumerQB.com. And you can find 80-plus categories, 50-plus show partners at ConsumerQB.com. And Brandon Rhymes here signing off. Thank you so much. Make it a great day.
0: Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us.
1: Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in your real estate deals. Of course, buying, selling, or investing. Certified negotiation expert. And my wife, Lindsay, does feng shui and interior design as well. So we've got a really cool team, uh, 10 or so folks on our team, uh, consisting of transaction coordinators, uh, personal assistant. Our personal assistant, Margie, is just Awesome. Uh, great team here to help you win in your real estate deals. No matter if you're looking to buy or sell or invest, we would love to help you. And we've got a couple of hot listings we're going to tell you about here uh, with our real estate team. We feature our listings live on air on the show, and we're going to put a couple of them up on screen right now if you're watching our, our version of the uh, property. You got 2528 Appaloosa Trail, Palm Harbor, 2278 square feet, four bedrooms, three bath, three car garage. And it's a great opportunity to buy right here in Tampa Bay. Lowest uh, mortgage rates that we've seen in a long time. Reach out to Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage. All right, one of my favorite listings right now, 1010 Bay Esplanade. This is on Clearwater Beach. You've got a third-story balcony slash sun deck uh, where you can just lay out, enjoy, and take in. Those beautiful water views of the Gulf of Mexico and the intercoastal waterways. This is a 3,151 square foot home, updated kitchen, four bedrooms, three bath, two car garage. Great opportunity to own real estate in Millionaire's Row, right here in Tampa Bay on Clearwater Beach. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. I'm And we're going to tell you our feel-good story of the day. Every day, we're going to tell you something good.
0: Tell me something
1: good. Okay, so this one's out of Australia. you got a secret Santa that paid off 80 uh, layaways at a uh, toy store in Queensland, Australia. Staff told Mr. Toys uh, Toys World uh, store said the mystery woman came in and paid off $16,000 worth of gifts. And, quote, we were all speechless. It was really a crazy moment, employee Maddie Gillespie told uh, the news organization. Uh, employee Rachel Thomas said she had been had to console parents who had been overcoming with emotions when they were informed about the stranger's kindness. And the woman did not ask for recognition. So very cool. Lady pays off $16,000 worth of layaway at a toy store. That was a pretty cool story there, Fred DeFelice, good to see you, my friend. Hey, Good to see you, Matt. Really? Welcome in, brother. So uh, waterscience.us, helping people with their clean water and, and uh, tasty water, healthy water, because it's not all true. We see what's happening with Tampa right now. There's a boil alert.
2: Yeah, and that's, uh, that's the big news that just happened. Uh, and a good friend of ours and a good customer and a good friend of the show uh Lori, her name is in Tampa, and she texted me last night, all concerned about this. Yeah. So well, she was so happy to know that she doesn't need to deal with boiling her water. Ah, okay. That boiled water advisory doesn't apply to our customers that have our whole healthy home system.
1: Very good.
2: Because the big thing with uh, what they're wanting you to do with the boiled water is get rid of bacteria
1: ah okay
2: so our system takes care of that
1: so the system will clean it out so the waterscience.us the system uh, that you install on the exterior of the home correct you're treating the water that comes from the county or the city the municipality wherever that water comes from you're treating it so you can just ignore those boiler alerts
2: yeah the big thing is our under sink unit yes and and this is where we're getting rid of any bacteria fluoride pharmaceutical drugs microplastic particles
1: Yes, exactly. Chloramines, chlorines, all that bad stuff that's in the water supply that, you know, frankly, you you probably don't even hear enough about because of the news and the media They're, uh, Of course, they're, you know, half of them, especially when they talk about national stories, they're they're somewhat fake news. They're uh, political activists. But on a local level, at least you get some of the stuff that happens, but you still don't hear it all. You don't hear about the high levels of um, pharmaceuticals, the microplastics, as we mentioned.
2: Yeah. No, you have to learn that by listening to your show.
1: That's right. You got to be an informed consumer these days. Right. You got to educate yourself. You got to take your uh, you know, your family's health into your own own hands and 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 literally, you know, look at look at the ways that we help people, but you know, when you think about the the water supply, is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Is the population of Florida? What are we doing as far as population and sustain, sustainability as well? That's another thought. Yeah.
2: Well, they know we're going to run out of water with all the great construction going on everywhere. Right. So they are looking into re- using the reclaimed water. You know what you use to water your lawn? Yeah. That smelly stuff? Yeah. Well, they're going to run that through the desalinization plant mm. and blend it in with the, the regular water.
1: So you're going to be drinking water that's been flushed down the drain.
2: Yeah. And the big thing is there's going to be more pharmaceutical drugs in yeah. that water. Yeah. So, I mean, it's incumbent upon us to take care of our home when it gets there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Dr. Serrano the other day, and we were having a discussion about the accumulating effects of toxins in our body. Yes. And, of course, the big thing is food, everything we eat, people that are drinking Pepsis and Cokes and everything that's acidic. Well, the other big thing is the water you're drinking. Yes. And showering in. Uh, All kinds of studies. Your skin is the biggest, largest organ in your body. It absorbs the chlorine and chloramine right through the skin when you're in the shower. Right. <clears throat> Plus, if you take a hot shower like I do, you got all that vapor. That's awesome. you're breathing it in. Too. You're breathing it right in. Wow. So we urge our customers and our people that listen to the show, do your own research online. Right. You can see all the information about how bad chlorine and chloramine is.
1: What's well, a good site? Because I know sometimes you go online, you try to research. It's like pop-ups galore links to this what's what's the best place to get good information
2: there's a couple and the easiest thing if people were to just email me i would send them the links there you go it's just fred at waterscience.us
1: fred f-r-e-d at waterscience waterscienc u s. fred at waterscience.us just email them directly and and the sites, you know, it's going to be information. You've already done a lot of research, so you can oh, yeah. send them. You can send them links, you know, from third parties, government. A lot of them probably government related. Yep. You know, uh, parties. Um, you
2: well, hit on doing... something
1: top on on topical there as far as the accumulation of toxins because we're getting toxins from all kinds of areas. Your air that you breathe, yeah. the the water, as you mentioned, the the food, uh, the food supply. You know, the amount of uh, chemicals that have been in the farming and the agricultural space for years and years. And, you know, one thing that you can do that, you know, we've got to try to pick as consumers and and as, you know, human beings, we got to try to pick, you know, areas that we can focus on and things that we can really change and control. Mm -hmm. One of the areas would be the water. You know, you, you mentioned it's basically a dollar a day to throw in one of your systems to install yeah. one of your systems. i should say throw in. But you know, you'd be proud of me, Fred. I got you know I've, I've been doing more and more of these types of bottles there and these, these these plant these containers, non-plastic. It's a metal container, and I you know I just say, hey, it's a it's a better water. It's a better water, water and your family deserves it. Yeah,
2: and, you know, a lot of us are depending on bottled water from the, you know, in the plastic bottles. Yes. The microplastic particles, uh, everything else that goes wrong with plastic, you you just got to get out of that stuff. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, the toxins, uh, everything we do is toxin. Yeah. Uh, The microplastic particles is probably one of the biggest things they're uncovering.
1: The microplastic particles, and and we talked about before, there's, uh, you know, that little continent out there floating in the in the middle of which 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 body of water is that in now it's off the coast of africa i think right
2: yeah it's where three bodies meet kind of
1: yeah with those different gulfs not the gulf stream but the different streams of you know it's piling it up in the area then it keeps getting bigger
2: yeah yeah but it's everything the tires on your car Spit out microplastic particles. Right.
1: And then that drains down and through the drain supply. Anything
2: that winds up in the Hillsborough River, you're getting it in your water supply. Mm. You know, so. Yeah. uh, Throughout history, man has always polluted his rivers, you know. Mm. Uh, Before we got smart about things, if you had a factory uh, upstream, you didn't care where it went. You dumped it in the water. You're polluting. Yeah. So it's just everywhere. And, then, you know, the big thing is uh, what we have is affordable. Uh, we don't need to. Uh, I, I don't like to scare people with all the things that go on. Yeah. We, we have the the way of solving the problem.
1: Real quick here, we've got a couple minutes left, but I want to beat up on some of the, the misnomers as well. They're, you know, that's one of the things we like to tackle here. And if you just join us, we're talking with Fred D. Felice, waterscience.us. Um, aka the water genius i don't know I, I said it earlier and it just kind of flows the water genius here so fred d felice when you when you look at the water a lot of people move to florida they don't know and then their neighbors say oh yeah you got to get one of these water softeners exactly not the thing to do
2: <laughs> not at all many states have already outlawed or banned the use of water softeners they pollute the environment they add sodium to your drinking water to your water not good not good uh, they pollute the environment tremendously. I mean, tons of sodium chloride get involved into our water stream. Because mm. uh, when that system backwashes every four days, it's throwing about 100 gallons of wastewater right in the sewer. Wow. Anything goes in the sewer, it goes into our waterways. Jeez. You know? So it's a big problem. Mm. <clears throat> in one of the states, they found so much sodium chloride in their water that they said it's because we're putting salt in the wintertime on the roads. ah, oh, wow. 40% yeah. of that they determined came from water softeners.
1: Wow. So it's a big
2: problem. People just don't know.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's so difficult to clean it. Like I remember back when I was, I was younger and I saw the Exxon Valdez and the, you know, the birds covered with the oil, yep. you know, our water is so precious. We've got about a minute left. Give us your final thought. Fred. Well, the final thought
2: is uh, how about giving your family the best Christmas gift ever? We're putting a healthy home package, which includes the whole house water purification system, uh, the under-sink alkaline system, which treats the water for uh, the fluoride, the pharmaceutical drugs, and everything else. And we're financing that. Oh, we're doing free installation.
1: Free installs. Nice. And and
2: removal of any old system you might have. And that financing comes out to $29 a month. Very nice. And... uh, we're ready to do it um, even if we have to do it right after
1: christmas text water give us a call you can text water to the hotline the six seven zero seventy three seventy two. call or text and he gave out his email earlier as well fred at waterscience.us fred at waterscience.us always a pleasure fred D. felice great, DeFelice, great the, to be the, here the water genius i kind right. of like, I kinda I like, like it. it all right we'll see you next time here on the consumer quarterback show check out consumer qb